What is the matter with you? Qu'est-ce qu'il vous arrive? And now angels visit me in my room. There's a blue light above me in my room. And I lie motionlessly with my plastic rosary. And no angels visit me in my room. I wear her dreams like a badge. A flash before the criminal world. Hey, Jackie, what's up? Welcome to another episode of, uh, what's our podcast called? Our Frank. Um, it's been a while because recording from far away sucks, but I think that we have a new thing and hopefully this is going to work better. Yeah. You guys can let us know if the sound still sucks. Yeah. I'm looking at the, the little lines on the, on the screen. You should get maybe closer to your microphone. Oh God. Can you? Is, I mean, I could just put the laptop up to my face. Well, no, don't put it up to your face, but I don't know why my my lines are bigger than yours, but we'll figure it out. Okay. That's cool. It's cool. So I have to tell you that, um, okay, so you know how all of your heroes have turned out to be shitty? Um, well, which ones are my heroes? Well, Morrissey. Well, right. Okay. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I wouldn't necessarily call them my heroes, but like no people you like, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, my we could call we could call Morrissey your hero. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Sure. Would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Vicente Fernandez said that he would not accept a liver transplant, a kidney transplant, some kind of organ transplant in Probably case liver because he's a, a a huge drinker. Yeah, so he won't accept organs from a stranger because what if they're gay? Are you fucking kidding me? I am not fucking kidding you. I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> we've lost another one. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Who says that? What is putting a fucking liver, a new liver in you from a person who happens to be gay? What's that going to do to you, Vicente? It's going to make him gay. It's going to make him gay. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. That's how it works. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just... Oh, man. I'm going to have to let this simmer for a while. I know. I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to bombard you with it, but I almost texted you. I was like, oh, my God, I have to tell Jackie. Then I was like, no, nope, save it for the pod. Like, how did you even get to... Where were you looking at Vicente Fernandez things, number one? Okay, so on Facebook, I get updates from We Are Me Too. Okay. I love um, the the one lady who makes videos. Well, she's not part of them anymore, but Jenny Lorenzo. She has a character called Abuela. Okay. And she does all kinds of funny stuff, and and so I follow her. And she is the one who mentioned this. No, no, I just get updates from from oh, them, okay. like because okay. it's content that I enjoy. So. Huh. Yeah. And this is a fact. It's a fact. I read it and I read it on there and then I found it on other places too. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. That's fine. I mean, it doesn't really, like I said, I can. I know. I know. Separate the human from the art. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever. Go ahead and die then. Fuck. 
Um, guess who's learning Spanish? You? No, I already know a little bit of Spanish. I took it in high school, but Esme is doing um, Spanish on the on Duolingo because oh. she's going to do Spanish next year in school. Uh-huh. So she wants to be ahead. And so she is learning Spanish. Okay, okay. How is she liking uh, being public? I, I, okay, so far. I mean, school's out now, so she has nothing to do. She hasn't left the house in five days, and she hasn't changed her clothes, and she's been just watching television. Oh, my pretty... God. She's living my best life. <laughs> right? I mean, it's normal for a 13-year-old, I think. Well, so for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month, speaking of. Speaking of Vicente Fernandez and his... With gay livers. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Um, So what's up with you? You went to Yosemite. I did. Uh, There's nothing big to tell there. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had never gone before, um, even though I live in California and it's like three and a half, maybe four hours away from where I live. Right. For whatever reason, I never went to the Yosemite, but... I went and the waterfalls were fucking crazy because mm-hmm. of so much. Luckily, when we were there, um, it didn't rain. It was like the only couple of days that it wasn't raining. So that was cool. Right. There was some snow, though, I saw. Yeah, there was snow. Um, we tried to do some trails, but they were like snowed out and we couldn't find which way to go. So a lot of people were attempting and then just coming right back and being like, we, we can't find the trail. We don't know where the fuck this leads. Huh. We're like, nah, we're just going to turn around. I yeah. in my vans because you know I live in them, so that right. wasn't ideal either. But whatever. Were you wearing your hiking vans? Nope, not at oh. all. I was just wearing my plain slip-ons. Oh no, you should have worn. You should have brought your Iceland vans with you. I'm gonna be in snow. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. I don't know. I um have never been to Yosemite either, and now I'll never go. Well, I don't feel like you're the kind of hiking person anyway, so. No, I know, but you would think that I could have taken advantage of some sort of California nature. Yeah, I suppose so. But no, none of that. Also, it's called Yosemite, so, you know. Yosemite, yeah, that's what I call it. That's where the Jews. Um, oh, I saw an Orthodox Jew yesterday in Nebraska, like full black hat, everything. What was he doing? Walking a temple. Wow. Yeah, that's a thing there, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it was like a, I didn't realize because like, there's not very many Jew places, Jew synagogue temples places here. And so I was driving by one and I didn't know like what kind it was, like, was it Orthodox or was it regular? And it was pretty big. So I thought it was like a, just a regular one. And it turns out it's, it's an Orthodox one. So Hmm. Shabbat Shalom to that guy. You know where there's a lot of those? Hmm. If I remember correctly, um, in Belize. Really? Yeah, I I swear that I remember seeing like hell of them. Oh, cool! Like in their little carriages with their horses. Yeah, I I think. I mean, I could totally be lying, but I know that in some place that I have traveled, there uh-huh. was hell of them. What? Well, and you're not thinking of like Amish people? I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was Billy's. Huh? Cool. Good for them, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I wanted to have you talk about your uh, your travel adventure uh-huh. gone south. Which one? Maybe the machete story? 
Oh, New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about it. So, because okay. I'm the best girlfriend, I took Brandon um, to New Orleans for his birthday. I think it was last year. I think so. I think it was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, he dabbles in uh, street art, if you will, <laughs> graffiti. Um, and there hood was rat shit. Yes, hood rat shit. So he, we went out there, and there's this guy that he knows that lives out there, or his friend, or whatever, whoever the hell he is. And on his birthday, he wanted to go do hood rat shit with his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so I tagged along. Um, we went to this abandoned. I think it was like some sort of base. I don't know. Like a military base? I mean, I don't know. There, I don't think it was, but it was like a building, and it was just abandoned, of course, because you know the hurricanes and all that. There's a lot of abandoned yeah, right. there, so it was sketchy. Number one, so we probably shouldn't have been there. Um, and it was a while. Like we had to park the car, and we had to go through like you know brush and through fences and all that stuff. And we get there, and we're at like a it's a parking structure where our final destination is. And mm-hmm. we start walking towards the structure and there's a person maybe like, I mean, I'm really bad with distances. Let's just say, I don't know, a hundred feet. I don't know how far that is, but whatever it's, it's within, like, I can see him, but he's not that really that close, but you can tell he's saying stuff, but we can't really differentiate what it is at this point. Right. Okay. It's a big black guy. Right. So we mm-hmm. kind of ignore him. And so it's me, Brandon and, um, this other guy. Right. I forget his name. We'll call him Bob, whatever. Bob. Right. Um, so we're walking towards the structure to start going up. So it's one of those where it kind of like does the little swirl. And every time you keep going higher and higher up into, um, more levels of the parking garage. Right. 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 So we're just I'm picturing like the, the one at San Jose state. Yeah. Kind of like that. So it's like a kind of a rampish thing. Got it. Got we're it. walking up that, right? We're gonna we're going up. Um, we're about halfway to going up to the first level, and we hear the guy, and he's like yelling, but we don't think anything of it because we don't think that he's talking to us, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and then he starts kind of walking up the ramp too, and then so we kind of stop. We're about the first floor now, and so he's behind you. Yeah, he's like behind okay. us, maybe like if he was a hundred feet, well, he's maybe like twenty feet. So we can hear him and he's mm-hmm. telling things. So we turn around and we're like, What are you are you talking to us? And all the that he kept saying was, Where's Jake? Right? And I was like, Do I know who it's Jake? Jake is <laughs> right? And then they're like, No, we don't know who Jake is. And he was so he gets closer and he's maybe like, I don't know, like maybe ten feet away from us now. So we can see him clearly. He's a big guy and he's wearing a backpack and some jeans and a shirt. And he looks like pissed, right? Mm -hmm. Yelling just like, where's Jake? Where's Jake? And then we're like, man, we don't know what you're talking about. We don't know who Jake is. Like, we don't know. Right. So um, he, he starts to get like more angry. Like physically, you can see him like getting angrier and angrier. Right. And we're just like, what the fuck is going on? We're all just looking at each other like, what the fuck? 
And then, so he starts to take his backpack off. So that's when things start to get like, you start to panic a little bit because you don't know what the fuck is in there, you know? Um, you can have anything in there. You can have anything. I thought that he was going to have a gun and I was just going to be like, oh no, here it goes again. I, right. you know, I didn't ever want to have a, a gun pointed at me again. And we can go through that story after if you want. Yes, please. <laughs> so um, here I am with Brandon and this one guy. At this point, Bob, we'll call him, right? We're calling him Bob. Right. He's moving towards um, the edge of the parking garage. Okay. I'm kind of walking backwards because I already know nothing good can come of this. It's not like he's going to come out and be like, here's some flowers. This is all a joke. <laughs> We're on a fucking prank show or some shit, right? <laughs> Could you imagine? I know. I would have been, so, been so punked. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ashton Kutcher in his backpack just jumped the fuck out. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Anyways, um, so the first thing that is in my head, because like I said of my prior experience, I thought it was going to be a gun. Right. So I was like scared. I was like, oh no, I didn't have any reception um, oh, on your phone in that particular area. Uh, so, or I did before, I was taking like Snapchat, you know? So right. people knew that we were somewhere, but I didn't have like a location or anything like that. So I was gonna be like, I'm going to be in this abandoned fucking garage dead. No one's ever going to know where to find me or how to find me because I'm out here with stupid Brandon doing stupid hood arrest shit, right? God damn it. I know. So anyways, so out of his um, backpack, he takes out a hammer, right? So, okay, not not a gun, but, you know, still pretty bad, but, like... Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, exactly. And then he starts to, like, kind of swing it around, and we're like, whoa, man, like, calm down. Like, you know, we don't know who Jake is, but, like, in hindsight, I could have been like, oh, Jake. Jake, went that way. Jade, yeah, no, he went down to the left, homie. Like, you just missed him. If you, like, start running, you'll catch up to his ass, you know? But no, of course not. In the moment, you don't think that way, you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely not. I would have been like, um, do you need some nails? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who Jake is, but like, I know other people you want to try going down the list. I'll see if I know any of them and we'll point you in that way. <laughs> so then all of a sudden he reaches into his backpack again. And I was like, motherfucker, for real? What else do you have? You got a hammer. What else are you trying to get out of there? This motherfucker pulls out a machete, right? Oh my God. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, first of all, it was like, like he's like a magician. Like, how the fuck did you fit a big ass? And it was like a big ass machete, and it was like a regular ass backpack. So I don't know what kind of illusions or you know voodoo shit we are in New Orleans. This man was right, right, right. But it was not cute, girl. I was so scared. And in that moment, though, I became like, uh, like Jason Bourne. You know what I'm saying? Because like, in my mind, like everything went like slow motion, and I was looking like, where are my exit? Where? How far am I from the garage? Can I jump? Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was planning all these, like, calculations in my head to how I was going to escape and, you know, all that. So, I thought because that- you're smart, I would have just started crying. I was pretty, I mean, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know how to cry. You know that. That's true. That's true. So, he comes out and then he starts kind of, like, lunging at us. So, we're like, what the fuck? So, he goes after Bob first and he swings the, ma- the machete at him. And Bob just is just like, I'm out. He jumps off of the um of the parking garage structure that we're on the first floor so it's like a good you know being on the first floor of a garage it's not yeah yeah, yeah. you know you're not close to the ground but no. so we don't know that homie just jumps the fuck off and then 
we don't we don't worry about him anymore because he's out the danger area. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh my god. Did was he hurt? Uh, yes. But we'll talk okay. about that after. Not like okay, okay, okay. intensely or anything like that. But um, okay. So this will start kind of running after me and Brandon. Brandon had stood like in between us because I was already like backtracking all the fucking way up that ramp. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I was about to wait to see what else the fuck he was going to pull out. So, um, he starts kind of running towards us with two oh, weapons in his hand, and when I was Jason Borning, I had figured out that. If I run to the second floor mm-hmm. and go up one, so I'm on the third floor at this point, there was a ramp that connected two, because there was two parking structures. So the ramp connected the other parking structure to the one that we were at. Oh, okay. Okay. I see so what I, you're saying. So there's... Was, I was going to go up to the third floor. I was going to run across that. And then I was going to oh. run down, down and then out and then just piece the fuck out. Right. So in my mind, that's when I Jason Bourne, that's, that's my conclusion. Mm-hmm. So me and Brandon are running, right? Right. We're running. This guy is running after us. Um, and then we get to the second floor. We turn around. He's kind of still behind us, but like a distance, like he starts walking at this point. You know what I'm saying? Okay, good. I'm still running. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Fucking who is it? Jason or Mike Myers, who was always like fucking walking, and he always catches up to the fucking people, anyways. True, so, true, like, true, true, you know, true. He's already pulling some voodoo shit. I don't know what else he got up his sleeve. So I was right. not. I'm, I'm still running, right? And then we get to the third floor, and um, we don't see him anymore. So we're just kind of like in like a hold period. Like I'm trying to keep going, but like also like I, I want to know where this, where is this guy? Did he go somewhere else? Is he gonna pop out of somewhere else? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Anyways, so we look like over the parking garage and you can see him walking down. So he started to go down again. Like he put, um, I can, I can see the first floor where he had left his backpack. He had picked his backpack up and he was putting his shit in and he was just like, he put it back on and he just started walking around like yelling again. Okay, so when you went up to the third floor, you went to the other garage so you could see down into. No, no, no. I was still in the first garage. Okay. But I mean, it, it, everything is is empty and hollow, so you could kind of see. Like you could kind of see through. I got it. Over, you can peer over, and you can see down below. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I can, and we were like at an angle, mm-hmm. where so we can see. And so he just like put his shit back in his backpack and like just started walking off, yelling again. Thank God. No, and so no? That, that was my my story. And then eventually we went down to see where Bob was. And he had like a big ass gash on his palm because I guess wherever he landed, um, he cut himself on something. I don't know, but like, luckily the machete did not get him. Good, good, good. He jumped out of the way just in time, Jeez. and everybody for the most part was fine. Just kind of shaken up a little bit. Dang, that is that is not okay. No, I was pissed. And then he was just on the loose after that. Yeah, he was just living his own life again. Just so how did you, how did you like get back to the car without being terrified that he was going to jump out of somewhere? Well, um, we stayed there for a while, like in the garage. Okay. And they did their hood rat shit for a little while. So like I was kind of calming down and just doing my own thing. I think I had brought, I don't know what I had brought. Um, Brandon, sometimes he, well, some, he had brought me canvases and paints mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and you know, sometimes we're we would go to like, you know, places even here in SJ or around like Oakland or 
uh, Santa Cruz and things like that, where there's like um, places where you can do graffiti or whatever. Right. That is away from the public. It's not like, like, I don't mind that he does this shit because he does it in a place where it doesn't fuck with, like, he doesn't go on um, freeways and shit like that because number one, no, you're not about to risk yourself to fucking put your fake ass name on a billboard you know what i'm saying like absolutely and and he's smart enough to know that he's not about that life either or maybe he was at some point but not no more but not not no more exactly so we go to like places like around a beach or something like that where there's um you know just walls or whatever where he can paint in peace and we don't gotta worry about cops and anything like that right or like under bridges or things like that and Mm -hmm. he gets me canvases and i paint just like you know, other things because I can okay. do artsy too. You know, I'm not an artist or nothing like that, but yeah, I, I can do things and it's a nice time. I guess that's so cute. That's so romantic. I guess, but so that that's that's the story of that. Holy Jesus! I don't even know. I would have just pissed my pants and started crying. I would have been like, "Do you want my arm or do you want my leg? Take the arm." <laughs> no, but you got to fucking you know. I, in that moment, you just. It's just a fight or flight, I guess. And my ass was a flight. I was out that bitch. Good for you. Good for you. I just would have started crying. I would have been like, I'm calling 911. I'm calling 911. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't even think to like, you know, Facebook live it so that, you know, my death could go viral. I would just be like, ah, I'm calling the police. I mean, I don't, you don't think about that things. And like I said, like we were in an abandoned place and I'm pretty sure that I didn't have reception at the time. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it was wild. I wouldn't have known what to say anyways. I don't know where the fuck we were. So that triangulate was- that shit. Hmm? The police have to triangulate it. Do you know what I mean? Like they no. need to figure out where you are. Yeah, they could locate like my phone and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. But New Orleans was was crazy. So if anybody doesn't know, your girl, her biggest fear in life, you know this JSR, don't you? I do. Which is? Scary shit. Yeah. Ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Ghosts, demonic shit, things like that. Like, I'm too Mexican for it. I don't fuck with it. Uh, (laughs) So you're probably thinking, Brooklyn, then why Why would you go to New Orleans? Exactly. Exactly. Because I ain't no bitch either, okay? Right. I can I can face up to my fears and like New Orleans I know is like a spooky kind of town. And yeah, like that, sure, fine. But I'm more like like I found out when I was living with my mom that there was this house. It's called the Halier House, and y'all can look it up. Um there's a park called Halier Park and this house is near it. And apparently there was um it's haunted. There's like okay. blocks. you can't get into the house. There's cameras on the house now because people have been trying to like, you know, get in and 
know, crazy people who like white people yeah, yeah, yeah. go in. White people who want to go find a ghost. Exactly. <coughs> so, um, but apparently my understanding of what had happened in that house was uh, there was uh, a family. Mm-hmm. I believe it was of Asian descent. Bye. I'm correct. And I'm interested. Yes, exactly. Um, so it was a mother, a father, and a little girl. Mm-hmm. And apparently the little girl got pregnant. And apparently it's a big no-no, I guess. I don't know. Trish. Sure. Wait, how little? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure she was a teen. Okay, okay, okay. Wasn't like 10 or anything like that. But I think. Okay, when you say little, I think youngster. Okay, well, she was a, a okay. preteen, teen. I know she wasn't like baby. You know what I'm saying? Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she got pregnant, and she felt ashamed, or however she felt, and mm-hmm. decided to hang herself. She killed herself in that house. Oh, right? Jesus Christ! And then the parents felt so bad and like you know sad, or I don't know if they had like told her something or whatever, right? But the story is, little girl hanged herself, and then they killed each other, or yeah, they offed themselves off, right? Okay, so it was like a triple suicide, exactly. Okay. I'm like that. So then that happened. And then the next people that moved into the house was like, I believe, and I'm probably getting this story hella wrong, but this is how I remember it. That's fine. It was three other people who had moved into the house. And I think two of them were related, maybe sisters or something. And then the other one was just whatever, a friend or a roommate or whatever. Okay. And then apparently you can hear the 911 call. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I do not. That is beyond. I know. It's too much. So you can hear the 911 call. Um, And it's like some some girl, I believe, that's yelling like, oh, they're killing them. They're killing them. Something, something. like, And then like screaming. And then that's it. Right? Oh, so shit. cops arrive. Everybody's dead in the house. Nobody knows how or why or there's no explanation. Things like that. Um, so then they close off the house, you know, because they're like, I don't, we don't know. This is like a crime scene now, or I don't know if right, right, right. want to move in there now or whatever, right? But they they blocked off the house, and supposedly it's really haunted, and you know, blah blah blah, and you can't rent it out or anything. It's just like an abandoned house now, and they have cameras around it because you know people be trying to come in there, and there's cinder blocks the driveway and and the whole rest. So oh I thought that, that was a thing, and it's maybe like I don't know, like five less than 10 minutes from my house and I did not sleep well for two weeks just no that it's like somewhat around me that's how scared I am of this shit like I can't do it I will go to like Halloween haunts and I will watch scary movies all day and all that I'm fine with but just like real life shit like um I've never been to the Winchester mystery house which is I understand that you wouldn't but we should totally go. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm not, like, if we go during the daytime, like, I'm not going to do one of those overnight tour things because fuck that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I cannot do that. I cannot even fathom imagining doing that. But, like, if it's a tour with, like, a lot of people during the day, like, I would be up to doing that. But okay. That's it. Like, I, I mean, even then, I'm, like, really hesitant. But I try to, like, face my fears. I'm, I'm that bitch, you know, where I'm, like, Jacqueline we got this we can do it but like if you're gonna tell me like oh there's a haunted house over here let's go check it out no 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 i'm gonna do everything but that no 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 but like an environment that's controlled and like 
there's a tour guide and there's a tour guide. I was just going to say (laughs) I'm more open to it. So when we were in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. um, because it was for Brandon's birthday and we were there and he's just like, we went into the shop where you can do like little tours of things. Like Um, a ghost tour. Yeah. So they're like, there's this haunted ghost tour and blah, blah, blah. You can do it either during the day or like at 9 p.m. at night or something like that. And Brandon was like, I want to do this. And I was like, oh, during the day. Right. We had already passed the time for during the day. Oh, fuck. And we weren't there. We were only there for like four days. So we didn't really have and the other days were planned. So we had that evening available. Oh, no. So. Now, if anybody questions my love for this man, they can go fuck themselves. So there's no question. There's no question. I was like, okay, you know, like there's going to be a bustle of people. There's going to be a tour person. Like I I can handle it. I can be brave. Like, okay, let's book it. So 9 p.m. comes around. Um, It's dark, right? We're in New Orleans. Already I'm like not there. Already I'm like, you know what? I'll go to New Orleans during the day. But by the time it's nighttime, I need to go someplace else. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was not cute. I went onto the bus and I guess Brandon didn't understand the level of fear that I mm-hmm. had with this kind of stuff. And granted, nothing's ever happened to me that makes me have this fear. It's just me. I don't know why. I have no idea. I think I was haunted. Because ghosts are fucking scary. That's why. Yeah, I guess I was haunted in my past life. I don't know. But as soon as I got on the bus and we sat down and like people were trickling me in and then just tears started flowing down my face oh my god not like but like just tears just I was so scared and Brandon's like are you okay and I was like no not okay he's like we're in the bus (laughs) like we're not even gone anywhere there's light in the bus there's people flying the fucking bus like he could not comprehend like what the fuck bitch like calm down nothing's happened yet so oh my god but that's like where my head was. I was, I was terrified. So no, I feel you because that's exactly where I would be too. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a whole thing. So we get in the bus and we go to like, and it's a cemetery tour, right? Uh, I don't know if I forgot to mention that. That's just asking for it, Jackie. I know, I know. But like I said, I'm trying to you love you, love Brandon, and this is what you do. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So we go and we get out of the bus and uh. It's a gated cemetery, right? So tears just start flowing again down my face. What's the point of having a gate on a cemetery? I don't know. Unless you want to keep people in? Well, I mean, I guess. So people don't get in and fuck the, the tombstones and shit like that, right? Oh, okay. I guess right? so. There has to be. Yeah, I mean, because it's not like anybody's going to escape. Well, no, if they're well, ghosts, they're not going to be corporeal. No, but I'm th- I'm, it's more for like outside people getting in. Okay. Facing, you know, things like that. Okay. It's gated. Uh, Most of the cemeteries are gated. So she goes and she starts talking about like um, the people who had died in there and blah, blah, blah. But like, we don't go in it. It's like all fenced off. And she's just kind of pointing at things with flashlights. And I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. Like there's people around me. It's a tour. We don't got to go in there. She's just kind of flashing the lights at the tombstones and at the grave sites and telling the stories. So I'm like, okay, I'm Sounds fine. this, you know, it's not, it's not that bad. It's still at nighttime, but you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get into a better headspace. Sure, sure, sure. Is the bus visible from where you are? Yeah, yeah. We're like right on the show. 
if you needed to, you could just turn around and run onto the bus. Oh, yeah. The bus was parked on the sidewalk. There was, I mean, on the sidewalk, in the street, but the sidewalk was right near it. And then Mm -hmm. um, maybe like five feet, there's a cemetery. Okay, because I'm Jason Borning for you, retrospectively. Bitch, I could have ran each and every direction at that point. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Every every place was an exit because I was already outside. Right, okay. So um, we get back into the bus and she goes to another cemetery and she starts talking about these above the grave, above the ground cemeteries. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So apparently if you're poor in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of money, they will bury you. But I guess not. I don't know if I'm remembering this right, but like in an area where you can't really get buried that deep. So if it's flooding and there's a lot of rain, like your bones get like start rising to the surface and you like stick out sometimes. Okay. That is not okay. That is, I don't care how poor you are. (laughs) You need to be sanitarily down in the ground. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm sure if we look it up, we can, there could be a more descriptive of what that means, but I just remember saying that the poor people, um, or maybe they don't have like a casket or something like that. Oh, okay. They're okay. I can see where that would be a thing, right? right so then right. so maybe that's what it is. Um, so they so that that would be the above the ground cemeteries where like I said, and it rains a lot in New Orleans and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Sometimes they would be sticking out and things like that. And she's like, We're going to this one next. And I was like, Great. And so we get back on the bus and just once again, tears like <laughs> Like, I'm overcoming shit, and then she just keeps dropping more shit on me, the tour guide. Right, 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 right. So we get there, and I was like, okay, you know, we're going out. Like, she's going to point the flashlight once again, and we're just going to stand outside, and it's going to be it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Bitch, it was not okay. She gets Did out they make you bus. go inside? She, she gets out of the bus, and she opens this big-ass gate. Fuck no. And then we park the bus, and we're inside the cemetery. Oh no. And just tears. Just all the tears were falling from my face because I was so scared. We get out. There's um a couple of lights. Okay. So it's not completely like pitch black, but you know, there's a couple of like maybe like almost street light kind of things in the cemetery. But okay. it's at night, we're at a cemetery. And then right before we get off the bus. This bitch, she goes, oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention, this is where people see the orbs and, um, like, weird uh, things in their pictures when they get developed or when they Yes. So she was like, so don't forget to take pictures. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was, (laughs) girl. Roger just looked at me and I was just like, I was almost like about to cry, like for real cry, like tears, you know, when tears just come out of your eyes, you you got it under control, but it's just overwhelming. It's overwhelming. That's why the tears are coming out. Mm -hmm. There's no sounds coming out of me yet or anything like that. But I think like it was, it was almost too much for me. Like I was like, I can't do this, but here I go. I get out because your girl ain't no bitch. Right. I get out and I'm holding on to Brandon for dear life. I'm pretty sure I left him some like claw marks on his arm. <laughs> and the, the lady was like, okay, we're walking past these blah, blah, blah. Um, this is where it is uh, above the ground cemetery. So just be aware you might see things poking out and that's okay. And blah, blah, blah. No, it's not okay. <laughs> I know. 
I know. But um, so we we do the thing, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you some free time. You guys can." So she <laughs> left us uh, at the beginning of the cemetery, you know, kind of. And she's like, you guys can. What the fuck is she talking free time? No, no, no. You show me, and I stay close to you because I don't want to be unsupervised. Yeah, no. So she's like, "Okay, you guys, this is you guys can go and you know check out the rest of it and blah blah blah." And Brandon's like, "Do you want to go?" I was like, "Mm-mm." and i said you weren't gonna go either because you're gonna stay right here with me like no but we walked a little bit further down in because there was a light and you can kind of see so i I walked a little bit further in and i took some pictures and you know let me tell you i feel like for myself i did a very good job and i absolutely you did very brave and i want to give it to myself because as you know i'm my number one fan (laughs) You absolutely are. I think that I did a fantastic job because I totally went out of my comfort zone and I did the damn thing. And I mean, there was a lot of tears that were shed that night, but it was okay. I did it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you might as well have jumped out of a plane or some shit. I get up. I've already done that twice, bitch, and it was not as scary. <laughs> it was you jumped out of a fucking plane? You didn't know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I've I've skydived twice. So that whole that thing is a whole thing in itself. It's I think I was more scared the second time, and I don't know why. You're fucking crazy. I mean, a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, I love you, but why would you jump out of an airplane? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I think, I don't know why. I don't think that it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, there was a Groupon. <laughs> uh, me and my brother and his wife. Uh-huh. And uh, who did we go with the first time? I think it was just us three the first time. And... We went and it was, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of scary because you get there and they they give you all the paperwork to be like, if you die, then you die. Like, it's not our fault. You are agreeing right. to, you know, things can go wrong. You know that you're going to be jumping out of a fucking plane. Like, don't play yourself. This is dangerous. <laughs> I'm fucking crying right now. Like, that's the one thing that you want to avoid when you're on an airplane is having to jump out of it and you pay money to do that. That's insane. Yeah, no, it was only a hundred dollars too. <laughs> oh my God. $99 and um, I think it was 10,000 10, feet that you jump. I don't even know how far there, There's levels to that shit. So I think the oh my God. first tier is the 10,000 and then the higher that you want to go, the more money it is. So we just thought, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just see where, how this feels first. You know, let's check it out. Right. I would be like, is there an airplane that's on the ground that I could walk out of on steps like I'm the Beatles? Because I would do that. <laughs> For that's a photo cool. shoot? Yeah. Um, no, it was not like this girl. So then, so you sign your life away and you're waiting and then they kind of teach you about the equipment and like, you know, this is what you're going to be wearing. But I'm not 
Now, don't get it twisted. I didn't jump out of this bitch by myself. I had somebody right. attached to me, a professional who had done this um, many a times. Um, so that was that. So they teach you about like, this is, we go in the plane and you're individual. You don't like go on the plane attached to somebody. So Okay. And then you get attached to them while you're in the plane. Yeah. So that they were okay. like, this is um, your little vest thing that you have. And it goes here and here. And these are the attachments that you're going to need when you're in the plane, sit next to your um, person. And you guys are going to hook up yourself to, to your things and blah, 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 blah. Right. Hmm. So you get your little gear on and then um, you're kind of walking towards the plane. And I had like a, like an Armageddon moment, you know, like when they're, you see them walking to the rocket ship and it's all like yep. slow motion and all that. Like I was having my total Armageddon moment. Um, I don't know why I wasn't saving shit. I was just going to jump off of it, but whatever in my head, that's right. right, right. On, you know what I'm saying? So I go and we get in a plane and it's not like a, like a commercial fucking plane. It's like a little jinky ass plane that fits like eight people or something like that. Right? Already. I'm, I'm not on that even to be on it. <laughs> so you get into this little ass plane and everybody's kind of like sitting in, um, there's kind of like benches, I guess. There's not really chairs. If I remember. Okay. So it's like, like in the movies. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a little plane and then you keep going, you, you get in there, you sit next to your person, you keep going you up and up and you're like, bitch, when this is high, like you can't mm-hmm. people like you can just see you're just high. You're in the fucking clouds and mm-hmm. you start to attach to your person and blah, blah, blah. And for whatever reason, the first two times, or the first, the only two times that I was um, jumping out of the plane, I was always first. Okay. So I never saw anybody jump out. I've always been the first one to go for whatever reason. And then the first time, um, I just jumped, like with mm-hmm. the person, like everything that isn't. So they open the side of the plane. It's not like a door either. It's not like a, a door that you just pull back and then there's earth, you know what I'm saying? It's like a right. side up door, like a like a garage kind of door. Okay. Okay. And um then you kind of go to the edge of it and that's where like you get scared cuz you're like holy fuck, I'm so high in the air. Everything inside you is clenching to anything that you have to like push back to get back into the plane, you know? Right, right. There's no. Absolutely. Right behind you. So they're kind of like keeping you like, no, bitch, you already committed. We already up here. We're jumping out this plane. You paid for the group on. There's no refund. Yeah, exactly. So um, then then you just kind of like just jump and then you free fall. I don't know for how long. It seems like a long time. To me, it seemed like it was a long time. And then you're like going to the back of your fucking brain kind of thing and you can't breathe. That's what I remember. That you can't breathe when you're falling like that. Or I couldn't anyways. It was okay. I was taking in a, like a lot of air, like everything was coming at me at once, but you can't I couldn't like breathe in and out. I was just like <gasps> the whole time. Well, that's dangerous right there. Well, I mean, I don't think that it's for that long. You only fall for seconds, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. long to me, but you just fall and then like of course the the parachute and then you're just kind of like gliding and it's just it's it's that's what I liked about it. Like the surreal of just being in the air on top of everything, just kind of just like cruising, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So uh-huh. With the the person who's attached to you is in charge of the 
like the parachute? Um, kind of. <clears throat> so, okay. The when you jump, um, you can you ha- you know where the thing is, right? Because they teach you. So the person uh-huh. can either pull it themselves or they like can hand it to you so you can pull it. Okay. So the guy handed it to me. He's like, here, like, this is your experience. Pull the parachute, you know? So I did. And then that was that. And then the second time that we did it, because I went with my little brother again and his and his wife and um, one of my oldest friends in life, Ricardo, went. And I think there was like seven of us. Right. So okay. anyway, so one of the guys, so you can also record yourself doing this, right? For like an extra hundred dollars or something, mm-hmm. a video of it and blah, blah, blah. We weren't about that life. Cause you know, no. we, we barely paid enough hundred dollars to do the whole experience. Exactly. But the guy that my brother was attached to had like a new GoPro or camera thing that he was trying out. Okay. And like, he told my brother, he's like, well, can I record you? You know, even if you don't buy it, I'd just like to try it on and then we can watch it together after and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, let's just, let's do it. That's fine. Right. Yeah. So when he was playing it back, um, you can see me cause I'm the first one out the plane every time. Oh, right, right. And so he's looking at me and he's looking at my little brother, like kind of turning back and forth. And then mm-hmm. you see my little brother's face is terrified, you know, because obviously his sister's about to jump out of a fucking plane. Yeah, nervous you could see it right and apparently I didn't realize that I did this but I muttered like I love you right before I jumped <laughs> like how dramatic can you be that is so dramatic and I was in one of my movie moment I don't know what movie it was but I was creating my own at that point um I'm all about creating movie moments in my life apparently Understood. I'll, I'll yes. tell you another story right after this of another movie moment but um so and this guy is playing this in slow motion, so you can clearly see that I verbalized, oh, I love you. Oh, my God. And then he looks at my brother, and my little brother is just, like, terrified. And then he looks back at me, and then you could just see me, like, jump. And this motherfucker that I was attached to this time was crazy. He made his mm-hmm. lips and shit when we were coming out. Like, we, like, flipped oh out into it. And then we were just doing all kinds of crazy flips. But, um... So you can see my brother's face going from like terrified to like excitement, like yeah, like she did it. That was really cute. Um, that moment that he captured for us, I thought that was really cool. But um, yeah, and then you just you cried, and then um, you the landing was kind of pretty pretty good. Um, if you didn't fuck it up, right? Smooth. You just kind of like you're supposed to. They'll kind of like run you and you just kind of lift your legs up and kind of put your booty down. Okay. And then they kind of glide you down down, and then that was that. Yikes. God, no. No, no, no. Um, okay, but we have to go back to the cemetery though. Okay, let's go back. I don't want okay, to. Okay, so. I want to. Let's do it. Wait. No, no, no. So wait. So you're in the cemetery. Do you see any exposed bones? No, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. For me. Okay. I didn't. And then when you got your pictures, no, did you see any orb? I just took pictures on my phone. So I don't know if that translates the same as like, if you take like a Polaroid, you know, cause you know, from the movies, if you take a Polaroid and things, that's when like things develop and you can see. Right, right, right. Around. But no, I just, I just had my phone. So it wasn't okay. for me. I wasn't trying to be like a photographer for them or anything like that. <laughs> Fuck. So, um, one of the doctors that I work with was telling me that like, Nebraska is pretty haunted 
And you know the story of Bloody Mary? Yeah, everybody. Like when you do, right? She's from Nebraska. Big apparently. bitch, no. That's what they said. That's what she told me. And she told me the story and I blocked it out so I don't actually know what the fuck it is. But, um, oh, but, hell nah. yeah, no. And like you can go on ghost tours and all this shit. And I was just, I was thinking about you going, uh 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 uh. That is right. Uh 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 uh. But uh-uh. yeah. Nope. Nope. No, thank you. There's there's like a, a haunted road or something and nope. people will see like a body or like a person standing out there. I'm like, no, no, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't want to know. Yeah, no, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, thank That's you. Like my big, that and um, sharks. Sharks are another one of my biggest fears in life. That's why I'm not going to be the bitch that's on a boat and people are like, let's jump in, go for a swim. No, ma'am. No, thank you. No, Mm -hmm. that's what we're not going to do. Or you can go ahead, but I can't do it. You can't do it. Do you know, like, I think that shark attacks are really rare, though. No, yeah, I know that. It's it's like more likely that I would, you know, die jumping out of a plane than a shark attack. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But in my mind, there's a shark under me every time I'm in water that I can't touch the bottom of. Right. Understood. Yeah. See, so I don't have to worry about that now in Nebraska because there's no ocean. So that's good. I, I, I mean, but I love the beach. I love the beach. Going to the beach is one of my favorite things on earth. And I don't mind being in the water on an object. <laughs> Just not like in the water. Just the not water. swimming free. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. When I went to, um, going back to Belize, when I went to Belize, I didn't know that when you went um snorkeling mm-hmm. that you actually go in the fucking ocean apparently I where did you think that. you snorkeled i think that like oh they take you to the beach and then you walk up into the ocean like you know yourself and then you right. put your head down with some goggles and shit and you just look down and then all that shit is there in my mind that's what that's how it was so it, that's not how it is that's how it apparently not apparently it can be but okay what they did for us was, because I had never snorkeled in my life, and I was like, okay, that's fun. I can, you know, go around, but I thought I was going to be close to land. No, they put us on a boat, and then we start going into the ocean. So I thought, okay, maybe they're going to take us to an island, and then I'm, yeah. I'm going to get off on the island, and then I'm going to walk into the water and put my head down in it and just kind of look around. Yeah. Damn, that's not what they did. We stopped. Oh, that is not okay. We stopped in the middle of the ocean, and I was like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, what? Did the boat break down? Like what? Is it snack time? Like what? What are you doing here? You're stopping in the middle of the fucking ocean." And he goes, "Well, this is where we're gonna snorkel." And I said, "Oh, Jesus Christ! No, thank you. Here we go." So, um, your girl did it though. She was brave. I was terrified. But, like, we were in the fucking ocean. Like, we were in that bitch. Like, you could see the shore, but, like, it was way the fuck out. Like, there's no way that I could have swam to any kind of shore. That is not okay. Miles and miles and miles away. No, I would have been, like, staying on the boat. Thank you very much. No, you know, like I said, your girl ain't no bitch. She, you know, I was in Belize. It was my first time snorkeling. There was a lot of people. Everybody thought, you know, this is safe, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I went out and I did it, and I have some video of it. I'll put I'll put it on the IG. Yes, please. Because I had I like my iPhone, I had it, but I had one of those underwater cases. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I was kind of just, and I didn't like dive or nothing like that. Like I was all on the surface, but I was um, recording some stuff. And I saw like a stingray and I saw, which scared me. And then I was like, that's enough for me. I'm going back on the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to be no Steve Irwin right here because my luck, that's just going right through my heart. Obey the ray. Exactly. Mm -mm. I don't want to be Steve Irwin-ing. I like Jeff Corwin. I want to be (laughs) Jeff Corwin. So, um, but I saw like, you know, kinds of cool fishes and things like that. And then I saw a stingray and I was like, enough for me. Yeah. And Part of that tour was that we were going to go to another location and there was going to be, what are they called? Nurse sharks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like they're, they're kind of like baby sharks. I don't know what kind of sharks they are. It's just a shark. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, I heard, yes. I heard you could have told me great whites. Same thing in my mind. Same thing. Okay? It's the same animal. So they said that they're going to kind of, so they throw, um, bait out and they all come towards the boat and you can go in and swim with them okay that seems like asking for a disaster exactly like let's put some meat in the ocean and have the sharks come and then we'll put your body in the ocean no because your body is meat that does not make any sense yeah so apparently these sharks are like they have little mouths or something they can't really bite you or something i don't care i understand they could bite a toe Girl, you are preaching to the choir. I know this. And like I said, in my mind, they are great white sharks. And, yeah. and they are all teeth. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But, but also, once again, me trying to be me and me trying to like not be a bitch and trying to overcome things. I was like, okay, Jacqueline, maybe we can get like dip our little toes in there when we all come and see what happens. So I waited to like the very extra last moment because... I was terrified. I was so scared. And then like, I jumped in and then I just held on to the boat. Like they were kind of (laughs) around, but I was like, Oh no. (laughs) And then I jumped right back in, but like, that was an accomplishment. I did it. Like I was in the ocean with the sharks. So no, I am very proud of you. These are all things that I would never do. Yeah. No, like I said, you can't tell me. No, I was in there in my mind. I was swimming with them. I was cohabitating with them. But I probably just like jumped off the boat and just like jumped right the fuck back on. <laughs> like, okay, so my question is, how do you get back on the boat after you jump off the boat? There's a ladder. Yeah, there's like a little ladder thing. Okay. So, yeah, like if you if you're having a hard time swimming, they'll like throw some out at you and you grab it and they'll kind of reel you in and you just have to uh, go onto the little ladder and they they you just climb right back in. Okay, because you know me, I'm like getting dragged under the boat. I don't know how to get on the ladder. I would just know. You, yeah, you, that would have been the end of you. For, I would have been done. For sure. Looking from a window above, it's like a story of love. Can you hear me? Came back only yesterday. That was a thing. My movie moments, you know. I was in Jaws. I was in Jaws. You were in Jaws. Jesus Christ. One of the most dramatic things for my movie moments that I have ever done Mm -hmm. was... Okay, so I was talking... So this is before Brandon. This is many, many moons ago. Um, Uh I had an IG love. Okay. Which wasn't really a love. It was just like a like. like. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. 
um, it started off very just like friendship. Um, I used to post a lot about the Joker. Right. My favorite villain. And I was thinking about getting a Joker tattoo. Um, so sometimes I post about it. And then this guy slipped into the DM and he was like, hey, um, like he would just send me Joker pictures occasionally. And that was it. Right. It wasn't no more, no less than that. He was just like, hey, this is a cool image. I thought you might like it. That's it. Right. Right. So eventually I told him, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm actually looking for some sort of artwork to get a tattoo. Um, if you see anything cool, um, then yeah, just send it my way. And that was it. Okay. And so he would and blah, blah, blah. And then towards the end, I was like, you know what? I think I got my image. Like, but thank you for, you know, trying to help me out and blah, 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 blah. And I still haven't got it tattooed on me. I'm thinking of doing something different now. But anyways, like I said, this was like, I don't know how many years ago. But anyways. So he's like, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. So we started kind of chopping it up, you know, Mm -hmm. friends. And then so we gave, we exchanged emails so that he can actually send me like the artwork. Because then I don't think that you can send pictures and things like that. Okay. This was like very early, like DM stages. Understood. So we exchanged emails and we would like kind of communicate that way. And then it it became like, you know, I gave him my number and blah, 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 blah. And then we kind of just really hit it off and we had a lot of things in common. Um, Here's the catch. He was from New York. Oh, this is New York story. New York. So long story short, um, he wanted to come out and meet me. Well, we wanted each other. And... um, so he was going to come out to California. Right. And so he was very brave and he did. Uh, he had never been on an airplane before and he decided to go across the country to come see your girl. Sounds nice. I know. Look so, at you. You you take risks and you change your life and then you inspire others. Do I? Well, I'm, You're like a fucking saint. He probably just wanted to get some of this, but you know. Well, sure. That's worth going across the country. Hey. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, so um when so I told him, I was like, look, I don't want to like it to be like you're coming through the terminal and we're kind of awkward and we're like, hi, like this is me, like nice to meet you, kind of deal. So I was like, I want to take all that shit out. This is what this is in my mind, this is what I envision, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell him, I want it to be where you come out of the terminal and I see you and like you drop your bags and I run up to you and I jump in your arms and like you embrace me and it's like a whole fucking thing, right? Fucking movie and I, moment. And I and I told him I was like, will, will you give me this movie moment? And he said, yeah. He said, sure, why not? So um, while I was waiting at the the airport, right? Right. So I was gonna go pick him up. And I was nervous, girl. I was so nervous. Sure you were. Because it's different meeting someone in person as to like, because we had been Skyping and stuff like that because I wanted right. to know what the fuck he was really like. I didn't want right. to know me even catfish into this. So Smart girl. Yeah, we had cleared all that out. And we generally had a really good connection and we were just going to see if it could be anything or not or whatever. But I was still right. nervous as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's like a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting in the waiting room and then um, there was other, or not a waiting room, but like just the waiting area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was other people waiting to pick up other people as well. And 
uh, once again, the Asians, here's your people. There was a, yeah. a nice little Asian family. It was like two or three older guys and the mom. And they looked at me and they, I guess they could sense my nerves. And yeah. well, he told me, well, the guys, it's like, oh, like, are you okay? Are you waiting for somebody? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, who are you waiting for? Like your boyfriend or something? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, well, no, not really. It's not, it's not like that. And then they're like, what do you mean? So like with my nerves, I just went on rambling about my IG like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my God, that is such a good story. This is so cute. Can we record this for you? Oh. And I was like, are, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, we would love to record this for you and we'll send it to you and you can have your moment. And I said, oh my God. I was like, sure, why not? So um, I don't know if I still have the video, maybe in the archives. I don't know why I would have like deleted it, but. No, please. And please post it because I want to see it. I'm sure I I, I would have to, I I have to see if I have it still. But I do have, or I did have um, where we saw each other in the terminal and like, you know, he dropped a shit or whatever. Or maybe he still had a backpack. I don't know. But whatever. Mm. Jumped into his arms and then it was just kind of like easier that way. It wasn't like he dropped his backpack. He took out his hammer. He took out his machete. Yeah. So that was my another one of my movie moments. Movie moments. Did he get some? I can't remember. Yeah, he did. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Good for him. I mean, good for him. Across the country. We had already, it wasn't like it was two weeks later, it was like six months. Okay. That we were already talking on and off, like not on and off, but like consistently every single day. Yeah. He was like a really nice guy. And I still think that he's a nice guy and we don't really keep in contact, but like we have each other still on our social media and stuff like that. And yeah, he's a general, like I I really enjoy the time that I had spent with him and it just didn't, it wasn't a thing after, but it it was a thing and it was a thing and it was a nice experience. And you made a movie moment. And I had my movie moment with him. Oh, my God. So, like, when you're older and you write your memoirs, it's just going to be called movie <laughs> moment with Jackie. Memoirs of that bitch. <laughs> a memoir. A movie moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Before? Have you had any of these things where you're just, like, captivated by yourself? <laughs> All my movie moments are like the montage of like the depression where it just somebody goes from like bad to worse. You know what I mean? And like then the the, the camera pulls out and there's just like bottles and shit all over the floor and they wake up and they look in the mirror and they spit at themselves. That's my movie moment. Jesus. Okay, Debbie Downer. <laughs> no, so there was um I had I had like a I had like a slow motion like romantic movie moment once oh twice please do twice. go on okay so um I'm pretty sure I told you the story before but when I was in junior high school my last name was Silver and Mark Silverman was always like next to me in the yearbook and he liked Elvis Costello and that's him and he was going to a different high school than I was going to so it was like the end of junior high and my my junior high school is where they filmed Nightmare on Elm Street and also Pretty in Pink yeah 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 so um so there's a scene in Nightmare on Elm Street where the like body is being dragged across the floor right at that place um we were passing in the hallway 
out of class. I can't remember why, but um, he was like, I'm so sad that we're not going to go to high school together. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. And he's like, come here. And he gave me a hug. And it was like lasted for like three hours. Do you know what I mean? People were, high, were like, oh, my God, you're so cute. And then that was that. And so that was my teen movie moment. And then um, another time there was this guy that was the love of my life, but nothing ever happened because that's my life. And I am that bitch that like never says anything and never does anything and never takes a chance. So um, how old were you at this point? In the second one, I don't know, in my twenties, maybe. Oh, like, like for real, like you, th- these are the ones you feel forever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So okay, so I he was in a band that I really liked, and I wrote a letter to the band. Because that was when you did that, because you couldn't just message them, right? And so we became like pen pals. What? You were his groupie. I was his groupie, but not like that, right? And so we just had really bad timing because every time I would go to England and I would see him, like I would be in a relationship or he would be in a relationship, or there was always like, there was never going to be a time when we were both single and we could even make anything happen. Do you know what I mean? And I was so awkward and fucked up that there was no way that I was ever going to say anything. Do you know what I mean? And he was also awkward and fucked up and ended up committing suicide. So that's the kind of guy that I attract. So, so you were still his friend when this happened? Yes, but we had kind of like, I had gone through like a really, really, really really dark time like very dark and so I was kind of like hanging back from the situation a little bit and I wasn't really in contact with him at the time of his actual death so did you have any feeling that this was going to happen that he was going to kill himself oh no because I thought it was going to be me do you know what I mean okay how did he do it um drugs damn drugs stupid drugs so he did it on purpose or was it like a like oh no he did it on purpose okay okay yeah 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 yeah. it was fucked up jackie it was fucked up but um in the time before that like the last time that we saw each other i was single he was not so already that wasn't gonna happen but um we were he had played a show at at a house in berkeley right Uh and it was like um we were just hanging out after and he was like standing off to the side and just chain smoking and looking really, really mad. Right. Really, really upset. Right. Uh And so I go up to him and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know. I just, I'm just tense or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm really sorry. Um, And he was like, you can just stand by me and we'll just stand here together. And I was like, okay, fine. So we're standing together. I I think we're both chain smoking at this point. Right. Uh And we're just sort of having like this silent, like brooding kind of thing. Now, could I have used that opportunity to like make some kind of move? Yes. But did I know? Cause I'm stupid. So, um, well, didn't you have, sister, you had a girlfriend at the time. He had one, but she wasn't there. Okay. 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 Cause he was, you know what I mean? Like his girlfriend didn't come with him on tour or whatever. Right. Okay. So, you know, I could have taken that leap, but I did not. And this is like missed opportunity after missed opportunity after missed opportunity. It's like the story of our life, right? But I loved him and he was the love of my life. So anyway, so um, we're just standing there in silence. It's whatever. Um, Just being sad bastards. And his sister, who was in the band, was like, come on, we got to go. And he was like, okay. And so 
he's like, I'll miss you or some shit like that. Right. And so we're like, again, it's like me and Mark Silverman on the nightmare on Elm street hallway and we're hugging. Right. Uh We're like holding hands and she's like, come on, we got to go. But like, I can see in his eyes that he's like, I don't want to go. I just want to stay here embracing this, this woman that I also love that I'll never admit. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, he like starts to walk away. And so we're separating. Right but like we're still clutching hands, right? And then like our hands separated like in a slow motion kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was very romantic for me. And then he went in the car and then I walked to my car and that was that. And I tripped and I fell and I had a sprained ankle and that's the end of my story. But the hands (laughs) separating was like a straight up, you know, British period drama romance, Downton Abbey style. That... Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, looking back at it now, mm-hmm. um, do you think it would have been a good thing for you to be with this guy since clearly he was on the oh. path to destruction? Oh, God, no. It would have been a disaster. But that doesn't change the fact that, like, yeah. we should have been together. We should have lived that disaster together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I should have definitely been in contact with him before he killed himself. Cause then maybe I could have like, you, do you know what I mean? Don't put like, that on you. Don't put that on yourself. No, I'm not saying I could have saved his life, but we could have had some fucking closure. All right. All right. You know what I mean? Which no offense would have been good for me. And <laughs> not to be selfish, but. Not to be selfish, but that, that could have helped me a little bit. And I mean, it was, it was, it was very dramatic in the time following his death because like, um, I saw his, the the band that went on after him, like I saw his sister and I like went up to her to say hi, like after the show. And she just like collapsed in a heap and like started crying. Right. And her boyfriend at the time that was in the band, this is a very complicated band story. And like listener, you probably know what band I'm talking about. If you don't know me, if you follow like obscure indie groups from Britain, in the late eighties, early nineties, two thousands, um, that have like Nobel prize winners in them as members or some shit like that. His sister's like a really famous economist now or whatever. So anyway, um, so I go up to her and I'm like, Hey, and she just collapses in a heap sobbing. Right. And her boyfriend like pulls me aside and he's like, I'm sorry. It's just, too much for her and I'm like why the fuck am I too much for her do you know what I mean like she's talking to all these other people right so then his ex-girlfriend um who I friends with you know like anecdotally or whatever comes up to me and she's like you know he loved you and I'm like I know my heart my soul yeah so that was that's the story oh it's like such a tragic romance I know. So you do all these awesome, amazing things, and I just have sadness. Well, that's not true. I have a lot of sadness in mind, but I'm just, I'm, this episode was just all of the, the non sadness. The me, I was crying, but like, just the terrifiedness. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so so that was like the defining romance of my life. And like, it's so stupid now, Jackie, because I look back on it. And I look at like, the way that I behaved around him in the times that we did were in the same country room city car. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I just should have like fucking just gotten my balls in a whatever and should have just said, you know, like, what the fuck are we doing? What is happening? Why are we like this? What can we do about it? 
Do you know what I mean? But I never, ever, ever, I just sat there awkward like a little bitch. Well, so I don't, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. You know? That's so, tough. I, I would have wanted you to experience that love, but at the same time, he seemed like he was a mess and that you were going to get dragged into a whole bucket of shit. No, that's probably and, true, and, too. That's and granted, true. let me tell you, when you love somebody, that shit is the most perfect place in the world. That shit is <laughs> I a pile of your shit. Face. And you fucking exfoliate in that shit. You want to exactly. eat that shit for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. That shit is your shit because it's that's your true. shit. You know what I'm saying? That is absolutely true. But, you know, <laughs> I'm actually really proud of myself because, like, a couple of moves back, like, I took most of the stuff like the letters and everything and I just said fuck it and I just threw them out did you feel lighter I felt lighter I mean I I have some things still you know but but most of it is gone and that felt pretty good well that's good a little bit yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of closure that you want just kind of like letting go right maybe in a different life maybe in a parallel universe Exactly. But so, so I have to tell you this story. So, um, his sister and the other guy that was in the band or one of the other guys that was in the band were together for years and years and years. Right. Mm -hmm. Then they had like a personnel change and another couple like joined the band and they were a couple. Right. Uh huh. But then the guy from that couple and dude's sister who was dating the other guy got together. Now they're married. They have three kids. Whoa. So there was two couples and then they switched it up. They switched it up except for the, the other two. The, got fucked. Yeah. 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 Damn. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot. And these are people who are all of them, not all of them, but like the, the originals all went to Oxford, like fucking smart, brilliant people. And yet they, we're all Man, fucked up like that. that. Love don't have an IQ. I guess not. It doesn't. I guess it, not. Which it doesn't. You know that. I know that. The whole world knows that. Like how some people who are just like, why the fuck would you be fucking with this person? Are you insane? Are you fucking dumb? The answer is yes. Right? Yes. Because, you know, you can't you can't choose who you love. Unfortunately. True, true. I mean, sometimes you can if you like you're trying to get money and shit like that. And you know what? More power <laughs> to you. Get your more power. You know, if you can live through that, then that's all you. But, like, people like me and you, we like feelings and, like, you know, emotion. Exactly. Like, feel, like, connection and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just think it's so weird. Like, it's so, I mean, and I guess, right, if, like, everything's faded to be, it was meant to be that that couple was going to join that band and that she was going to go with him and it was all going to be okay and everything is wonderful. But it just seems like, what a fucking story, you know? Like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What a tangled web and whatever else that same all that Shakespeare shit. <laughs> wow, it's already been over an hour. Wow. Yeah, because we we got into a lot of adventures. Yeah, we did. Um, so what else was I gonna tell you though? Um, okay, so something that you said reminded me of something, and I have to talk about a veterinary medical case that okay. you have to be so proud of me that I dealt with. Okay. Okay. It's actually two. 
So we had a hit by car cat that came in that was, this is actually months ago because it was like found in a snowbank and it was like super cold and, and like this just horrible, it was matted. It looked like a dead cat, right? But it was alive. And I went to like move its blanket or something like that. And I looked at its leg and its little legs were sticking out of its skin, like a little chicken wing. Oh no. From when it was, was hit by a car. So that is the grossest like leg thing that I had ever seen. Just because, do you know what I mean? Like I can deal with maggots. I can deal with blood. I can deal with pus, but the actual bones were just sticking out of the cat. And I did not like that. Yeah. I don't like when there's protruding bones from things. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It absolutely does. I, I, if I like to, I don't like to watch it, but it's interesting to see, but I just don't like when they begin to like move to see like, you know, what the damage is when they're kind of manipulating the, the limb and then yeah. the bone just kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was not good. Um, until the other night, there was a dog that had had a tumor removed like on its elbow right so you know that that shit never heals because it's really hard to to have a wound like on a joint like that right Uh so they had put a bandage on and then they had gone back to their regular doctor to get some antibiotics and blah 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 and it came to us because it started to open up right so we sedate it we're like i'm like flushing it do you know what i mean And the whole thing just opens up now, right? So I can see inside the elbow all the way to the bone, right? And I have to flush it with this saline and I'm flushing and I'm flushing and I'm staring at this elbow and it starts to look more and more like an oyster. What? Like, you know how oyster shells are like brown and gray, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like, and then you open it up and then it's this gray piece of meat that's in there. Yeah. Right. And there's kind of like, I don't know, it just, it just looked like an oyster and I was freaking out and it was all gray and white and everything. And I'm flushing and then these big chunks of blood clots come out. Right. Oh, okay. So here's how brave I am. I persevere. I can feel like I'm going to faint. I'm like, I am going to fucking vomit, pass out and, and, and be on the ground and it's not going to be okay. But I did it. I flushed the whole thing out. The doctor came back, did a thing. I put a bandage on it and it was okay. But Jackie, I'd never seen anything more disgusting in my life. God. That's so, crazy. That's how I'm brave. No, like if you, I can't, I can do maggots, but like only to a certain extent. Okay. And then it's just, it's too much. It's like. Oh, it's too much. One time I brushed, uh, like there was a rabbit and it came in, mm-hmm. whatever it was, something was wrong with it. And it was being eaten alive by maggots was basically what was wrong with it. So from right. like the whole second half of the rabbit, I was taking maggots out. It took me two hours to brush, um, all the shit that was on the bunny out. And like its skin was like sloughing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, like, dead and rotten and all these maggots. And, like, the bunny, act- like, didn't die because you know how bunnies just love to die. Right, 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 right. It was, like, being very, you know, patient with me and calm. And, like, for two hours, I was just trying to, like, get this bunny to not be covered in maggots and rotting flesh. 
Jesus Christ. Listen, if I'm ever halfway covered in maggots, you just let me die. Oh, I will grow because let me tell okay. you, humans are gross and I can't do that. I'm sorry. Mm-mm, I'm not, I'm not that go. bitch. I'm not that bitch. Okay. Yikes. I, yeah, so we don't see any exotics, so that's great. So I never have to see another rabbit maggot again. But let me tell you, listener, if you have a bunny as a pet, do not let it be outside ever. (laughs) It needs to live inside. You need to be checking its ass every day to make sure there's not shit and urine stuck to it. And you must never let it outside because a fly just has to get in there and lay its eggs and then you're fucked. Or if you want to leave it outside, fine don't leave it outside for days on end (laughs) make sure that it's you know that a fly hasn't landed on your bunny and ruined its fucking life and then you have to go bring it to jacqueline to brush it out for two fucking hours if you if you want to have a bunny you want to have out be outside you know what i'll accept that but you just have okay on your bunny and make sure that you know it's still healthy that there's not shit stuck to the back of it that maggots aren't beginning to eat it alive Oh my god, that's all we want. So terrifying. So terrifying. From you, that's it. That's it. Oh my god. And you know what? If you have like a Pomeranian or any kind of dog that has like a hairy ass, check it every so often. And if it starts to smell like shit, make sure it doesn't have a giant fucking dingleberry blocking its anus, not allowing other shit to come out of it. Perfect. That's that's a plus. That's another thing. Yeah. Or just give it a little panty shave. Just fucking shave that little area up. So that the shit can just fall freely. It doesn't need to get flow freely. Everybody wants their shit to flow freely. Nobody wants it stuck on their butt. Nobody. And I don't understand how people come in and they're like this, this whole big, like intact shit is hanging out their dog's ass, like tangled in its fur. And they, they like, they don't smell that. But like, we actually have to lift it up because we're going to take a temperature or something. And we're like, Oh, Hello, oh. fully formed shit that's been there for like three weeks. Like, oh no, it just happened. Wasn't like that yesterday. Lie detector determined that was a lie. You are not the father. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Okay, that's our public service announcement for the week. <laughs> so, when are we going to have G back on? You mean on? Because nobody's ever heard of him yet. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll get him okay, yes. the next time. We'll have to figure something out. But uh, speaking of doctors, go ahead. No, I was just saying. Speaking of doctors, and well, we yeah. actually didn't mention doctors, but speaking of veterinary professionals. Oh shit! I have to say, rest in peace, Bailey. I'm so sorry that you left us, but I'm glad that you did not suffer. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, the yeah, host. yeah. And for. Um, Bailey's owner, Miss Dana, I think that you are so brave and that you are such a kind soul to be able to recognize that your dog has said enough and that you have given her, um, the most kindest thing that you can give uh, an animal that is sick or in pain, which, amen, uh, just uh, a humane way to, to go out. Yes, and then also shout out to Todd. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, because of course he was the one that did it. It's, so it's never an easy decision, but it's always nice when when the owner recognizes, like, you know, I my dog is done or my animal is done. You know, 
going further or doing more testing and all these things is not going to change the outcome. You know, like, don't let it get to a point where, like, your dog is skin and bones or, like, and can't walk or, like, is in pain and, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and like, I mean, you've seen animals die without being euthanized. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. I don't know if they're having a good time or not, or if they're even conscious of it, but it always looks like they're scared out of their mind. So guaranteeing them a peaceful passing really is the way to go. It is the kindest thing we can give them because we have that choice for them. And it's, you know, as a, a person who owns pets, you should, I mean, it's not easy. For sure. And we can't go around for keeping them longer than they should. It's a tough decision. But, you know, at some point you got to realize that you can't be selfish. Mm -mm. Not for you anymore. Like they are their own thing. And you had, you know, taking them and promise to take care of them and do right by them. And that means knowing when to let them go before they're like suffering and like in a really shitty place. Right. Absolutely. And let's get that shit legal for people, too. You just got to move to a different state, girl. Well, I mean, let's All make it universally. The, the U.S. of A? Yeah, absolutely. And also let's, you know, not criminalize abortion while we're at it. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Because the kindest thing that you can do to a fetus or an embryo or a set of cells that is not going to have a good life is to just say, cells, you are not viable. And um, I can make more later if I want to. Oh, so that's I know. I know it's a touchy subject, and people it is a touchy subject. People, uh, you know, have their opinions about it. I think that you know, if it's your body, you, you do what you want, and that that's it. I, I don't. I'm nobody to tell you what to do with yourself. So, no. To be to be 100. I don't know that I could ever do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we already know that I would be like, Oh my God, it's my baby. But you know, I mean, more power to you if you, if you can make that choice and you have the ability to make that choice and people aren't spreading a bunch of propaganda saying that if you, if we let women have that choice, then people are going to choose to abort their babies when they're about to give birth to them. Nobody does that. So. Yeah. At that point, if you're already going to give birth to a little fucking kid, so give it to yeah. adoption or some shit. You can't just kill it then. Is that even? Well, that's what they're trying to. That's what the the Republicans are trying to say happens all the time and will happen. Nobody's going to do that. Nah. And if you no. you're a fucking monster, right? You might as well just be a psycho killer, right? bitch. But if I see something that I just made come to life, like right in front of me, I'm not going to be like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> Back. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. So, all right. All right. Political rant over. I think we'll, we'll end on a grim note, huh? I, I think, you know, why not? That's my life. Typical me, typical me. I started something and I forced you to a zone. You were clearly never meant to go. Story of our podcast. That's right. All right, my friends. I love you. I miss you. This is going to sound so much better. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to throw my computer into uh, a lake. Yeah, we're going to try to be more consistent now that we have like a thing. We were just in transition. Is that what we were doing? We were in transition. We were were, were having technical difficulties. Hopefully this sounds good. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for staying tuned. And thank you for being you. We appreciate you. Yes. Uh, Have a beautiful day. All right. Take care, my friends. Bye.
Typical me, typical me, I started so. 